0: This is your host Sam Jirocki from J-Rock Lone Care and Gardening speaking about all things lawn care, garden related and business wise whether you do this at home for a bit of fun or if you're trying to break into the business sit tight and enjoy the podcast Hello everyone, how is it going? Welcome back to another J-Rock's Lone Care Gardening podcast Here we are on episode 14, believe it or not and this one is called Franchise or Do It Yourself. Um, I'm, this episode here is in relation to a few comments that I keep on saying on like all your UK loan care groups and things like that. And it's in the term of people slating franchises. Um, I'm not gonna actually name them, but there's a couple that I know of that be- begin with the word green and end in a different word. Um, and there's a couple of them, and I'm basically defending them today uh, a little bit, but not just that, I'm going to be speaking about not only franchises, what they're all about and why they might be doing some of the stuff, I'm not a franchisee, never have been, and I don't think, it, well, I definitely never will be, I've got my, my girls in my own places, and um, yeah, so I'm just going to talk about it from the, the evidence I know of, from the people I've spoken to, and basically just for whether you're doing this yourself as in you've got your own business and you're pushing out lawn care and gardening or if you're at home and you're completely domestic and you just love doing gardening yourself or you don't yet and you think you want might get into it then I'm just talking it's for everyone this podcast this episode is just for everyone you know there's no hate here and if I ever say anything negative about anything I'll always like to think that I'm going to back it up with a decent reason and if you don't think it's a decent reason, then let me know, you know, and I'll I'll explain myself. So I just want to say before we fully get into the grit of it, and that is, at the moment, our podcast is hitting up around an estimated audience of around 100, what is brilliant. I mean, we're getting a good, so it's past 100 on each one play-wise, uh, so I know that it's doing pretty well, but the estimated audience going into each episode is around the 100 figure, so that's brilliant. I'm over the moon with that. I wasn't too sure when that would happen, but as I keep on saying to you guys, we're moving up by 10%, 10%, and it's getting to the point where, uh, you know, we're around that 100, it's crazy to think, and I know it will one day, there'll be an extra zero on the end of that number, and we'll be close to a 1,000, so whether that's, you know, next year, the, near, the year after, I think a bit of consistency in place, like anything in life, and we'll get there, um, it's given about, over the 14 episodes, this will be the 14th, and um, we are looking around a thousand and a half players, so fifteen hundred players. Well, I'm over the moon with as well. And just yeah, thank you for listening, tuning in. I know a lot of yous you either listen on these Saturdays, or I normally get around forty of yous that listen to it on the Saturday, the trickle of the weekend, and then normally in the working week after that, I think a lot of the professionals pick it up, uh, or just when people get time. Quite frankly, and you know you listen it while you're working through your your headphones or whatnot. So either way, whatever you're doing. Uh keep doing it. Keep <laughs> keep listening. Keep uh giving me your feedback. Uh like I say it's not long ago. I keep on getting people that get in touch with us throughout the week normally after the podcast and they'll pick me up and say, Jay, Sam, whatever, I've just listened to this episode. You know, it's inspired me in this way, or I am now doing this as a result of, or I've thought about things in this way, and it's just really good to hear and I really appreciate it. I just I really do. But with two and a half months going strong what seems crazy, that it was only an idea that I actively put in place about three months ago. So here we go. Talk about franchising in the gardening world, right, versus doing it yourself. That's kind of what this um, this sort of part is about. And I think what it is, so the comments I've been seeing is, this is like my neighbours, they've had, you know, one of these companies come out to them for however long or... They used to service this property, and don't get me wrong—I've seen so many negative things about these franchisees, um, and there's just a few reasons why. And one of them is going to be a bit of an upsetter, but it's almost the elephant in the room, and what everyone knows—that knows anything about looking after turf, you know, and your your areas outside. So I'm going to dive into that a bit. So the franchise. These franchises that go around and it's normally some form of, to put it in perspective, I'm pretty sure it's the same worldwide, you, you pay an estimated amount per month per year and there's different sort of packages. It's almost your your bronze, silver, gold kind of thing, isn't it, where you pay X amount and the treatments three, uh, let's say for example, might just be the basic and then moving up from that you might get a scarification aeration put in there or a renovation once a year. I have not fully looked into it, okay? So it's not that I'm ill informed here, it's just I've never got quotes from them or dug into it too much. But I know that this is a systems that they have in place that they run their company off. And can I just put an insert here that if you're making a living doing anything like this, okay, and that's your business model and it works for you and you can make over 200 franchisees off of it, you're doing something right, okay? But basically, that's how they work it, and that's how. Is with like the different packages at the different levels like I'm sure like I'm saying across most of the world it probably works the same now the versus is doing it yourself what is the benefits or what's the differences from doing it yourself to getting someone in to actually look after your loan and I'm gonna like you know like little bunny your fingers when you you know you bend them quotation marks you know look after your loan First of all, these treatment companies, they do exactly that, they do the main level, they don't often come in and cut your grass as well, anything like that, they come in, they put treatments down and they do main lawn care services, like your scarifications, like your aerations, they might chuck a bit of seed down, they might put a wetting agent down for when you're going in through the summer, that sort of thing. What they do not do, is they don't cut your garden weekly, okay, they're not there making sure that they're only taking one-third off the lawn. They're not doing any of that. They're not ensuring that lateral growth is your before it's getting cut. They're not ensuring that it's if it's been overcompacted through whatever because you've had a pull-down on it, they're not running out and forking it behind you. You know, so there's a lot of things that they're not doing because, quite frankly, it's not under their job, all right? And doing it yourself, the benefit with this is that whenever you do anything and you keep an eye on it, same as when... If you're looking at if you're a professional and you're more of gardening, gardening and lawn care base like I am, where you do the cutting for clients as well, then you're there often enough that you can do this. Same as the almost same as the homeowner, you're there regular enough where you can advise, you can say, Oh, I can see this problem occurring, I advise this. Okay, as a homeowner looking out on your own lawn, literally just a bit of reading and watching some of the guys on YouTube, including myself, you'll pick up on little tips of when how you can go. A long way helping your loan without having to do too much. Uh, Earlier on, we had on the podcast, um, we had guests on uh, the Grassman Island where he spoke about doing his monthly loan care calendar. And it was little things like if they had, um, I think it was a paddling pool, if I remember rightly, when they had something off anyway. And once when that was moved out the way, he knew he had to like sort of rake up the grass, cut it, like possibly fork it, all this sort of stuff. It's things that you pick up on that you know is going to help. And you know that's going to help recovery of the loan. So anyway, I'm getting a bit away from this point here. So all I'm going to do here before I go in is just defend these franchises a little bit because what you've got to think about, like we look at them, we go, they're overpriced, they do a terrible job, look at this garden, it's been getting looked after for three years, you know what I mean? And here's just a bit of the defence side of it. It's like the franchise is like any business, if one gets a bad name, then that carries. Okay, so... Sadly, it's the way that works. I've seen it in the military where, you know, soldier will do something and then, you know, before you know it, every soldier is like this. You know what I mean? Oh, I hate going to dentists because, you know, the savage, you know what I mean, absolute brutal, blah, 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 hate all dentists. Doesn't mean that they're all that bad. You know what I mean? Whatever it might be. You know, an occupation doesn't mean that that sole individual is every other people Every other person, sorry, in that occupation. So if you get one bad person from one of these franchises and you're living total opposite end of the country, guess what? It's not the same bloke doing it. So you can't just sit there and think that, you know, one bad um, effort by someone down the line is going to carry through. It just doesn't work like that. And, you know, it would be quite frankly arrogant of anyone to think that just because of a company name. Unless. It is then the systems that they've got in place. If you don't like that someone only comes out every 12 weeks or whatever it is, then that is a systematic problem. And that means you're not a fan of the company, the way they work. And that's totally different. But if I'm on, if we're talking about like the level that they've scarified to or the treatment amount, that sort of thing, then, you know, that could be down to the individual, not just the company. Next one is, and the main one here is the customer's lack of consistency. As much as we hear, uh, say, Quite frankly, if a company's coming out to just apply three treatments a year and don't get me wrong, I think the products would probably be very good, but if someone's coming down to put three treatments down a year and at the end of the year you're going, my garden looks terrible, them treatments aren't going to make your garden, all they're doing is assisting, okay, and it's not enough to make your garden look fantastic. You need that regular cutting, you need to be lifting your lateral growth, you need to be ensuring that it's being watered frequently throughout the summers. All this sort of stuff is still your job and your responsibility um, as a customer, as a client and someone that's looking after their own garden. So that was the main point there. Someone asking a pricing question on Facebook and he basically ended it as being a franchise assistant, this was only just there recently and the thing with that is that I don't think everyone that goes into these jobs are professionals. You don't have to have a degree in turf care or something like that in order to um, go work for one of these companies. you can. I think it's pretty much you learn on the job, there's a lot of different things with it. Uh, I believe they'll put you through a couple of weeks training when you come to work. They also get you qualified, so doing your PA1, PA6, so you're allowed to spray, all this sort of stuff. But even then, the experience isn't backed at that point. So I think when we see people ask questions like this and just they're a human being as much as you're you're paying for a professional company you want a professional to come out i get that that's absolutely fine but you've also got to understand that people like in any trade you know if you get a spocky to come out there's normally a spocky's mate it could be him doing half the job you know what i mean so you just got to be aware of it might not be the leading guy that's been there for five years that's carrying out the job on yours and if you're not happy with something all you have to do is simply get back in touch and say that you're not happy uh, but the training that they give, like I say, I think it's pretty much a couple of weeks training you get when you join these franchises, um, along with loads of support for the business side of the model, and obviously you get your spraying tickets through it as well. It, it can't be enough, but you need to look. What I'm trying to compare here is: Is it worth you paying it if you're sitting there and you're the customer wanting your lawn renovated? Can you do it yourself, or do you need? It? Is it worth paying this other company to do it? Because there's a big price difference there. Speaking of prices, you've got to understand that, so my prices as J-Rock Lawn Care and Gardening, I know for a renovation is only about somewhere around the level of 50-60% of the cost of some of these other franchises. Now whether that's due to you know them using their own type of products that they've made or whether it's uh, the fact of their overheads, bearing in mind it's completely different, I'm guessing for a franchise, I'd probably pay a franchise fees and all the rest of it compared to someone like me but their treatments are sort of coming in at around 15 pound kind of normal price in there for the littler things and you know some of the things might be cheaper i think when you look at it they pay their franchise fee and they get all this equipment for us that are doing it as part of like gardening or a mixed bag so you're actually there cutting the grass and doing whatever alongside treatments or whatnot then there's a difference because As a solo guy like myself you buy items that you need all right an aerator for example if i'm buying an aerator you're looking at two grand plus now if i've got to pay that outright and i've got to make it work for myself so i might be more expensive on aeration services because i've just put in this two grand lump sum whereas for a franchise where you've sort of got prices to work around and you pay x amount and you get all this equipment given to you it might and I'm saying might work a bit differently like I say I've not been in a franchise and I haven't spoke to any franchisees so you know I could have done that and in future you never know we might get someone on and you know actually compare how it works but for now I'm just I'm just digging into it I'm just scratching the surface so it's just a few things to think about with it but with someone like me that when you're building up when you first starting, and you invest in a bit of equipment you want, you want to be making that money back. And I'm not going to be charging minimum rates for that type of service, okay? You can't go crazy. I'm not going to, you know, hitting the ball out of the park and go big numbers. But, you know, you've still got to be uh, thinking of what, everything that comes with this sort of machinery. Because it's, it's not just purchasing, purchasing it. It's if tines are going to have to get replaced. Or if you're going to have to get it serviced yearly. You know, all these things, wear and tear on the machine itself, fuel, blah, blah, blah. You think about all these different things when it comes to it that a client doesn't think think about that. What you think about as when you're getting someone in to do any job, whether it's plastering, you know, an electrician, you're not thinking about, you know, the Makita drill they might have had to buy to be able to do this type of job. You're just thinking, you know, you're replacing a soccer. And, and that's all you would think. So there is a wider value to the whole thing, and you've just got to keep an open mind with it. I think a lot of times we slate people. Uh, I don't know if it's just you know the british way or what but if we don't think that we're getting a high enough value for money then sadly we go straight on the defense and we go this must be the problem this must be why and all the rest of it when really we need to take a step back and just support our local local businesses and yes franchise may be national and all the rest of it a bit bigger but we just got to keep an open mind on that i've had a few people that's got in touch with me and went for me Uh, When for my services, because I am someone that's local, someone that's solo, and they like this small family feel that comes with taking me on for their services. Um, So it it all has a part to play, and you know, you can justify prices and, you know, everything how you want to, but it does come down to what the customer is willing to pay and you as a business owner operator in a franchise or whether that's, you know, just yourself on your little solo business that's, you know, just push more and go kind of thing. So it all depends, but you've got to think about the overheads here. We are on different paths completely between a franchise and yourself, I believe, unless you start with a bulk um, initial investment. And, you know, different business models and so, for example, do you know that a franchise roughly takes around ten percent cut from a franchisee? I'm not totally sure how it works, but I've seen the figure of around just under ten percent. So you know, you you have a three k a month, for example. You know, the franchisee uh, the franchise is taking about two hundred pound of that. So there is there's a business cost towards it. So these prices being slightly higher. It's another reason why, and it could be the exact reason you want to go with someone more solo, because you know that them costs aren't going to be in there. Um, I'm not saying that every solo guy is going to be cheaper than what the franchise would, because I guarantee that's probably not the case, um, and I wouldn't want it to be the case either. But it's just factors. I'm just giving you the details on it. Solo, we don't have that, of course. We've got everything is ours, You know, whether, it's, whether you finance your own equipment, whether you buy it outright, we rely on affording it, replacing it, and earning from the kit that we earn. And these are all these are all factors to it. Of course, it's going to be cheaper if you do it completely yourself and your domestic, as, as in just a homeowner, because rental fees aren't as expensive. You know, labour, it's just yourself doing it. It's going to be, of course, a lot more cost efficient if you can do it yourself. And to be fair, you'll learn something. What I'm going to go into, you really will... Yes, people within the profession, and I'm not trying to like outsell myself here and say don't pick someone like me. Uh, but someone like myself that offers this as a service, someone within a franchise that offers, you know, treatments and all the rest of it. And the overall service of renovations and the rest of it. Yes, you are guaranteed to have a high quality finish at the end of something so renovations i'm kind of speaking about here you know you bring me in to do a job i'm gonna manage your expectations about how your property currently is when we speak about that end result i will ensure that is the end result even if i need to come back and oversee that's going to be within the within the agreement that that happens you know so you're the only factors that we can't control is the weather if all of a sudden we go through a massive drought and you're not watering it guess what you're not going to get you're not going to get the results that, You know we're promising you same again April this year fantastic uh, example because April last year 2020 we hit a heat wave up here north of Scotland and for two weeks we have gorgeous weather then it just went into normal spring sort of plain sailing really and the weather was fine this year I thought that was the case we came in March we had some weirdly nice weather Started pushing out for renovations early, like I know so many years did, homeowner a professional, and then all of a sudden we got hit with like two weeks of snow. So, you know, I had these, well, I had four gardens myself that were seeded, topsoiled, good to go with the nice weather, had about five days of nice weather, then we got this sort of random snow event. So, within that, I then had to go back under the terms of my promise, obviously it was not our fault, but per my customer service, I went back and I overseeded them gardens and I ensured that there was still a good, what a fantastic, normal um, outcome at the end where it was basically being able to stripe the lawn and it was full and thick. When you are going to go do it yourself, that's all your call. You know, there's no one you can ring up and say, "Well, you know, you sold me this seed, and you said it would be fine. Therefore, I put it down, and it isn't." You know, it's your call on the ground. So, you know, there's pros and cons with it. And if you do do it yourself, then yes, you're saving yourself the money. Happy days. You're going to gain some amazing experience doing it. You might even grow a love for doing it. But uh, there is no assurance that it's going to work, quite frankly. And you've got no one to then go to. But should you do it yourself? Absolutely. So even me here uh, talking about it and offering it as a service every autumn and every spring, I would still advise, if a customer came to me and went, well, J-Rock, could I still do this myself? Um, or do I need to get you in to do it? I would tell them, no, of course you could still do it. And I would even advise them how to do it. You know, And I've done that for customers in the past. You might think that's silly, stupid, sell myself short. But there's that much work out there. And what I find is when you help people, they come back to you for, not just to like bleed you dry with information, but they also bring you in for work and it builds that trust. And that works for me. You know, I know the line of what I can give out for free as an information and all the rest of it. And when it's time to step in and say, sorry, if we need to go any further here, then it would be um, a job you'd have to employ me for. The only difficulty with it, and this is so for any homeowner that's just listening to this podcast and thinking, can I do it? Is it possible? What's the pros and cons? Is the only real difficulty with it is the heavy labor. If you are a bit older, Um, or you know suffer from back problems knee problems Uh, like I know a few people have and they've got in touch with myself then the one thing I would normally say to them is shifting the soil around and stuff like that is the kind of harder heavier labour same even with the scarifying and raking it all up it does play havoc on the body so you know if you're not fully physically fit you could bring a professional in or just even do the scarification and the top dressing and you could ask to do bits in between i know companies that offer that as well um and it's probably going to be your more your smaller guys that'll probably offer that that's kind of willing to help i reckon anyone that's got the problem is is when you only offer to do parts and the customer to do other parts what you need to remember in this situation that if you in some sorts mess it up then people might just think oh jerrock long and gardening's been there and it looks terrible because you know it wasn't watered it wasn't sort of stood in afterwards, there's no fertilizer down to help it, whatever it might be, or you know they'll use too much top dressing and it, there's two inches on top of that seed, therefore it's not coming through. Yeah, there's just all sorts where you've still got reputation and believe it or not, our, the end result, the end photo to the starting photo is our social proof of our work and the fact that it works to give the best result so you can't also be happy. On the flip side of my original comment there, if someone says no, it's either all of it or none of it. Because I do believe that's absolutely fine, <clears throat> and it's fine for you to be. You've got to be okay with that. Uh, so prep is everything. I will say that, and there's so many people on YouTube where you can learn this. If you're interested in renovations, if you're interested in doing long care yourself, there's obviously people over in America. Um that are very big channels, same as Australia, that can help people out. Uh, over in the UK, if you're listening from, you know, our side of the water here, then on YouTube you've got just a few I'm going to name out. So you've got myself, with is rock Loan Care and Gardening on YouTube, where I've done plenty of renovations and things of that sort. You've got Sean from Lone Right, years of experience, top bloke. You've got the loan guy, greenkeeper, really knows his stuff, uh, all over it. Quite frankly uh other than that you've got premier Lawns over in northern ireland who also is all over it obviously he was ex greenkeeper and he does bags and bags of videos of step-by-step processes and you have also got people like lhl and um, who's also doing it down south in liverpool so there's plenty of us on there and there's fully there's a lot more people than that as well i haven't came across everyone country cottage gardener um, fully charged gardener i'm pretty sure has done something on loans Um, there's loads on there But what I'm getting at is there's so many people on YouTube, so much free advice from professionals that are doing it day in and day out and charging people for it. You know, for the jobs that they're videoing and showing you, often they are paid jobs that they're getting paid to do. So it's free information. I would just recommend that you dig into it. You have a good search for some reputable, good service providers on YouTube. Uh, that have a bit of a following have a bit of a backing with co- correct information and you just dig in you just learn because they're all there from everyone i've named there i've been in touch with at one point or another and they've all been very helpful whether i've been talking about processes exchanging ideas or just speaking about how they run their business and how i remind you know and everyone's been helpful we're all here to help it's very rare that i come across anyone in this business that are completely back against the wall cards close to the chest you know most are happy to help so check all them out on youtube um yeah and, and it's good it just makes this community that little bit bigger as well but yeah it's in the prep basically you prep the ground right you get your materials right get the processes down and you look after it on the aftercare then you'll have no problem and you can't do this yourself do you need a franchise no will it help definitely You know, they're using professional products, professionally applied, I hope, and they're going to be worth it if you're looking after your garden at the same time. Solo business operators like myself, are they worth it? Yes. We'll even come there and we'll cut your lawn weekly. We'll cut it every second day if you pay us to, quite frankly. And, you know, it's that understanding that, yes, money is an issue. We realise that, you know, everyone has a budget for this sort of thing. It's only your outdoor space. But... It has so much it so much benefit, you know. Even if you just need it started, so we can get it to a good place for you. I mean, do you know? I think it was something like they ran a, a case study where they got next to four hundred people into like a gardening workshop. Eighty percent of people said the mental health felt better after doing this gardening work and workshop, and they took on gardening. Eighty percent said the mental health was better. You know, working with plants—it's processes you're doing something in the beginning that later on down the line then becomes better and you get to witness that and you know that's the fruits of your labor okay of course it's beneficial for you 93% said it improved the confidence do you know how good it is to put down a process and this is for people even professionals out there that restrict themselves on what they do offer right 93% improve their confidence Such a sticking point is that you don't wanna try something in case it doesn't work. And we say it so many times in this business that you've got to believe and trust in the process. And it's completely right because you have to, you're putting seed down on soil and you're hoping that in six to eight weeks time that it's gonna be a full loan. Okay, all you're looking at is little bits of seed on soil and it looks terrible. No green in sight. And you've gotta trust the process that it comes along and it works. And that is the amazing thing about it and it can improve your confidence. I know the first time i done it, I was like, it's worked. And I've made a really good job at that. And it improved my confidence to go, right, I'm going to do that again. Do it again, do it again, offer it as a service. And that's what it's all about. So to the original question, franchise or do it yourself? It's such a big topic. It's so wide. And I think truly it's down to yourself. But what you can't expect is one of these franchises from, you know, one of them green, other word, companies. You can't expect them to just chuck down a bit of spray here, a bit of granular there, and then boom, your garden and look fantastic for the next 12 to 24 months. It doesn't work that way. It needs to be someone that's, that's all over it. Um, you need to be a customer, a client, or bring in someone even to look after the lawn in between them treatments, in between everything else. Because even just regular mowing, right, once a week, that's all it takes, once a week, Changing directions and watering your lawn will improve it. And yes, the feeds. Half the time when you see like um, sides in, in the lawn and just discoloration, it's a lack of water and it's not often cu- uh, getting cut. Okay, it's getting like hacked down every three, four weeks. So little simple things like that, just cutting often weekly, putting down some water and putting down a few feeds a year, you will have a nice acceptable lawn. And that's not to sell myself out, like I've said before, but it's just to advise you that it is completely doable yourself. And if you do bring someone in, bring them in as an assistance, not to completely overrun it. And if you're unable to do any you've got and and you need that complete assistance, then you need to be finding out from companies like Green, other word, uh, (laughs) what they will offer and what's the full expectations of it. Because at the end of the day, if your expectations aren't being met to what they've agreed to, then you can go back to them and say, I'm not happy, refund all the rest of it. Because consumer rights, you're, you're fully in your right mind to do that. So anyway, that was just a bit of a yatta, yatta patta on this whole franchisee, do-it-yourself kind of thing. Based around renovations, we're very much around that time of the year now where people are going to start thinking about, get them go, about getting the processes down to get the autumn renovations going. And it's just something to think about. A lot of hate out there for franchises and quite frankly i don't think there should be yes i think some are probably just acting under the name and don't completely know the processes i've also heard in the past of them not turning up for appointments but again that that might be that one station and not the company as a whole is what i'm getting at here i'm not saying that you know individually someone in suffolk isn't brilliant or someone in manchester isn't brilliant you know it's you've got to try it yourself and then just because one side one station's bad it doesn't mean the whole entire uh, franchise across the nation is as well but try local you know what i mean invest your time if you don't like the way someone's working then be polite to them you know they're still trying to make a living and move on to the next and if you're the professional doing it we've just got to keep an open mind we've got to just go in each time be as polite as we can be as professional and at the same time don't remember just to touch on Don't take on too much. I know myself, inquiries are still flying through the door and I'm just turning down everyone politely. Uh, It gets to a point, you take on too much, you get too stressed, you miss out on family time and it's a vicious circle. You've got to do what's right by you and yes, I get it, 100 hour weeks are on the card. I get it, trust me. But mental health is as well. I'm a big one for it, I'm a big one pushing it. Um, I put a post up on Instagram, obviously not loan related, But, you know, check that out, talking about mental health and stuff. It's something that I'm very uh, aware of. Uh, I know a few people that suffer from it very badly, you know, through service-related mind. Um, And, yeah, it's just a point that in whatever case, shape or form, it needs to be taken seriously. And almost the first step into keeping yourself a healthy mind so you can run a healthy business is controlling the amount of work volume that you have and time off. I'm not going to tell you how to live but I just want to end this note and end this podcast on you know dms are always open the email is in the description notes at the bottom jrocklc at gmail.com you know get in touch with me if you are worried about anything any advice and you know I'm here to help you as I've always said look I'm thankful for you all thank you very much for listening I honestly hope you're all the best If you've got any questions with any renovations or anything to do with this podcast or if you're a a franchisee somewhere, then get in touch. I would love to hear from you and I would actually love to get you on the podcast at some point. So anyway, peace out everyone. I hope you have a great weekend running into and enjoy your Saturday if you're listening to this on the day that it is released. So take care and see you in the next episode.